Hey everyone, welcome to PTSD TV. Today is Wednesday and today we are going to be talking about pain versus pleasure. Now this is a big topic, but we're going to dive into it and how it relates to PTSD and your recovery here. So today's episode of PTSD TV is sponsored by Broken to Unbreakable, which is my PTSD and CPTSD recovery program. So for those of you who don't know me, my name's Kayleen. I had CPTSD for more than 15 years and now no longer do, which is why I'm able to help coach people all over the world recover from their own PTSD and CPTSD. And this lovely man to my right here is... Brad Shipke. I am Kayleen's. I'm lucky enough to be Kayleen's significant other. And um, I also had PTSD and I was there for every step of Kayleen's journey. And as always, I am very excited to be talking about this topic because... This topic actually had a huge impact and continues to have a huge impact on my life. Every day, every, every day. Every single this, day. This yeah. topic still comes into play yeah. every single every day. Every single day. This morning it came in my own mind. So I use it every day. It's, it's, a, it's, it's really a strategy that, that you can use, that you can continuously use for the rest of your life to not only overcome PTSD, but to get you to that next level or really anywhere you want in, in life. That's the truth. That's the truth. That's well said. So we're going to be talking about pain versus pleasure. So we're going to be talking about how pain versus versus ple pleasure works. That's going to be a mouthful all day. <laughs> huh? When it works and how to make it work for you. And like Brad talked about, you know, this is something we still have to make work for us and we still think about and it still comes into play each and every day in our lives. So number one, you know, basically what is pain and pleasure? How does mm -hmm. this work? How does this force work? Well, your entire life, all of your behaviors is dictated by pain and pleasure. Um, whether or not this activity or this behavior causes you pain or whether or not it gives you pleasure. So when, like for, for an example, like, like TV gives you like that instant gratification, it gives you that instant burst of pleasure and you won't ever stop watching TV or binging TV until you build up the pain of watching TV and until you look at it from a different perspective and you're like, Okay, well, I, I watch TV and I get this instant gratification of, you know, this burst of like dopamine when I turn it on or like when I click that next episode or I let Netflix go to, go to the next episode. Um, but that won't, that behavior, that cycle won't stop. And this goes with kind of like all bad habits and, and, and addictions and stuff like that until you take a step back, look at it from a different perspective and really ask yourself, what is the pain associated to this behavior? Um, and a lot of times this is just unconscious. So like most people are just like guided by that instant gratification because they never take that step out to really identify the pain that it causes them because it causes you so much pain. Like how many times do you like, you know, it could be anything like watch TV, you know, have a drink or get drunk one night or whatever, any kind of bad habit. Like how do you feel afterwards? You usually feel pretty, pretty bad about yourself. You feel pretty guilty. You feel like, you know, maybe that you let yourself down. This is how I felt. You know, I was like, I want to do all these things. I want to get better. I want to like take take action on my goals, but yet I keep doing this over and over. And like when you can actually reflect on those behaviors and stop just unconsciously being, you know, like a, like a marionette being controlled. <laughs> I, couldn't I couldn't think of the word control. When you, s when you can stop being controlled by the instant gratification, like you actually start to gain control. So this really is a way for you to, to gain control over your life and really, you know, you know, maneuver your life where you want to go, point it and point yourself in the direction you want to go instead of just being like, I don't know, just like uh, controlled by all these exterior inputs, like notification pops up on my phone, like, like just any type of instant gratification. I'm going to just eat as much as I want. I'm going to watch as much as I want because it feels good right now. I'm only thinking of the pleasure 
right now instead of the long-term um, pain that is associated to this activity. So that's, that's, that's how it really works. Most people, like, they're just completely dictated by the pleasure and pulled in all these different directions without any control whatsoever. So what we're talking about today is how to harness, how to really look at your behaviors and your situations and everything differently. So you're not being controlled by all these outside forces. You actually get to control and manipulate, you know, your actions and what you're doing. And you're actually going to like start making your own choices instead of being dictated by all these instant gratification pleasures, because that's like, that's really the trap that most people, most average people get pulled into because like everything worthwhile is like takes short term pain. You know, if you want to have a great body, you need to go to the gym and that is short term pain. That sucks. And that's what I was saying. I used it today. I used it today when I was at the gym and I was running. I was halfway through my, my, um, my run and I was like, man, I just want to stop. I was like, well, I did all this yard work yesterday and I worked out yesterday too. And I was like, you know, I deserve a little bit of a break. I'm like, no, Brad, no. <laughs> it's like, if you do this, then you're going to be more likely to skip the next one or to do, or to half, half, I was going to swear, half try <laughs> the next one and like quit on on the next one and then like you're just not gonna you're not gonna feel as good today because you're not gonna push yourself your self-confidence in yourself you're not gonna believe in yourself as much because you know you know that you quit on yourself and your goal and like you you came to run for 30 minutes but you only ran for 10 you know my self-confidence would have gone down so I really like built the pain of not doing it and I finished it and I pushed through it and like that's like I still use that power every day and I consciously use that power so it's not just like a theory thing a theory it's actually excuse me, something that you can take action on, right? Yeah, so this, this that, I mean, that was all super well That was said. amazing. Obviously, you know, working out gives Brad more energy and uh, a longer windspan <laughs> there, uh, which is awesome, which is awesome. You said it all super well, and, you know, basically it comes down to your awareness of it. So these forces control your life, whether you're aware of them or not, Yeah. right? So each and every kind of moment, pain and pleasure is at play. And these are the forces in your mind, in your body, kind of just in your life. And, you know, I just pulled out uh, the Transfiguration Workbook. So for those of you who, you know, who work through the program with me, you, you know what this is. You have this. For those of you who don't, this is something I give to all my clients. So this contains all the worksheets, all the action items that we do in the program. And so this is something I just wanted to pull up because, you know, basically when we're talking about pain and pleasure, the, the first, first ultimate step is awareness. So you have to become aware that these forces are controlling you. And so I think a great one, I have two great examples that I use in the program a lot because they were huge for me, are Netflix and, and drinking alcohol. And, you know, at first glance, it's like, oh, well, yeah, I enjoy Netflix. I mm -hmm. enjoy watching, a, you know, a couple TV shows on my day off or, yeah, I enjoy the movies and stuff like that. And at first glance, drinking alcohol, well, yeah, I, you know, I enjoy going out with my friends and having a couple beers or I enjoy sitting around a campfire and, you know, hanging out and just being able to relax and loosen up or Unwind. whatever. Yeah. And so at first glance, they seem like they're they're good things. They seem like they're positive inputs. They seem like like what's what's the harm? Right. 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 But but pain <laughs> and pleasure is still at play here. So, you know, basically what I'm I'm choosing when I'm choosing to drink alcohol, I'm choosing I'm choosing the the pleasure of loosening up and hanging out with my friends. Mm -hmm. And I'm not thinking about the pain it causes. Now, see, this is where the awareness really can come into play. Now, the pain that drinking alcohol causes is 
you know, it caused me to feel dehydrated, have a bad night's sleep, feel groggy in the morning, hungover, mm-hmm. you know, which makes me frustrated, which has this ripple effect, which makes me maybe be a little bit short with Brad, which affects our relationship. Mm-hmm. So there are all these things at play, again, whether we're aware of them or not. So what we really have to do is kind of take a look at the things in our lives that we, I, I mean, some of them are, are obvious, right? Like bad eating habits are, are pretty obvious. You know, we're reaching mm-hmm. for the instant gratification and we're not thinking about the long-term effects, but they are there regardless of if we think about them or not. So the first, right, right. The first, first step is to become aware of the things in your life that you're doing, to become aware of the, the pleasure of it and the pain of it. And mm-hmm. honestly, the best way to do this, which we'll talk about in a second, is, is literally writing it down. Like yeah. when Brad was at the gym this morning, he's saying, you know, he was halfway through his run and he wanted to quit. And so the pleasure was he would get to stop running. That's a big pleasure. But then he had to make himself think like, OK, but if I stop running and this is where th- this pain would have been here, whether he was aware of it or not. So he was saying, if I stop running, I'm going to have a lower self-esteem. I'm going to have low self-confidence. I'm probably not going to work out tomorrow. I'm not going to do the full run tomorrow. And it has this big ripple effect. And then maybe I show up to work or to the PTSD TV episode and I'm, I'm not quite myself because I, I feel like I've let myself down. Now, those things would have been there whether he was aware of them or not. And so that it's really it's just it really comes down to awareness. These forces are controlling Mm -hmm. your life. And, you know, basically when this really works is is when the pain is greater than the pleasure. Mm -hmm. And so I always use the example, if you have ten thousand dollars in your bank account and this this is just kind of the way that humans work, you are going to do far more to protect that ten thousand dollars to protect you from losing it the pain of losing it is so great you would go to ruthless lengths to protect that ten thousand dollars so you're going to do far more to protect that ten thousand dollars than to go and try to acquire a new ten thousand dollars right so it, it comes down to when the pain is greater than the pleasure that's really when when change happens and when when <laughs> that's just when it really really rules you and it becomes kind of more obvious once you kind of know that these forces are at play all the time and so a big one, a big one for me was drinking and Netflix as well. And so when Brad and I are saying, you know, these forces come into play every single day of our lives, every day, you know, you know, we're human. We wake up and we want to go back to sleep every single day. Right. <laughs> so the alarm goes off and, you know, I want to go back to sleep. I want to <laughs> snooze it. I want to shut it off. And I, I have to think to myself, OK, what does that really mean? And so I have to bring yeah. the awareness in. What does it mean if I shut my alarm off? You know, it means I get an extra hour of sleep. It means I get to snuggle up again. It means I get to stay under the covers and be warm. But it also means that I won't have time to work out. It means that I won't have as much energy during the day. It'll lower my self-confidence. I probably won't work out tomorrow. And then all of a sudden, I know a couple weeks are going to go by. I'm not going to have worked out. I'm going to get a little cranky. I'm going to get sore, right? Turn into a little crank pot. I I, I turn into a crank pot. (laughs) Uh, You know, my body's going to start to feel it. I'm going to start to feel weaker. I'm going to start to... Yeah. You know, e- everything goes down. So it really comes to bringing the awareness to it. Honestly, it all just spirals down to you hating yourself. It, it, when in doubt, that's why I say. Like, it's like when I don't do what I go out, what I say to myself or to others that I'm going to do, it's like I'm not going to trust myself in the future as much. My, my confidence is going to go down, and I'm eventually just going to, like, I'm going to hate myself. And, like, that's, that's the start of the spiral when you start, like, letting yourself down. Um, and that's you want to build that pain inside of you to push through those moments. Um, but really, like Kayleen said, the key is awareness because 
those forces are controlling you regardless of whether or not you're aware of it. You just want to bring awareness to all the pain. It's like you're still going to you're still going to feel like you let yourself down, like you broke your trust and that you don't believe in yourself anymore. If you like if you don't participate in the action regardless of whether or not you're aware of it. So really the first step is just like thinking and like being and identifying the pain and the pleasure like Kaylin said. And the best way, like she said, is write it down. And a lot of you probably won't write this down. I'm going to say that right now. But I want you to associate the pain and pleasure to not doing that right now. So what will happen if you do write these down? If you identify all these behaviors that I, I all these negative behaviors that I'm doing and identifying the pain and pleasure, what's the pain and pleasure of not doing that activity? And just think to yourself right now, it's like, You'll, those behaviors will continue, right? You're you're not going to change. Things aren't going to get better. And things just aren't going to aren't going to change. Things are going to spiral down, and you're like you're going to have a lower self confidence. So please, at the end of this episode, everything we do is about action. Everything that we do is about action because, you know, Kayleen has has a bunch of people who join her broken to a breakable program. Some people join, and you know, like make transformations in literally weeks, and some people. Like they're they're just they're just in it and like they don't really take any action or anything. But the only difference is like is action is like at the end of the day is like the ones who succeed, the ones that recover, take action on what she's teaching. So please take action. When we tell you to do something, it's what we personally do ourselves, is what we use to recover, to change our behaviors, to get to full recovery. So please use these. <laughs> they're super, super powerful. This activity alone can like genuinely change our life and like something like like smoking, which it seems like obviously bad. But, you know, if you're addicted to smoking, like for one, there's a chemical involved, right? Nicotine. So you reach for it. and You don't think about it. You just you think about moment to moment to moment to moment, which is, oh, well, I'll just have a cigarette. Uh, Oh, well, I'll just I'll take a break and I'll have a cigarette. And you don't think about the long term implications, even though they're there. And Mm -hmm. for. For some people, they're obvious, right? We're n- we're non-smokers. Uh, you know, it's obvious if you smoke, you're <laughs> you're gonna die, right? You're <laughs> you know, you're gonna get lung cancer, and it, you're gonna it's it's gonna be a really bad situation potentially, right? And um, you know, for some people, it's not. It's just moment to moment to moment. And when you sit down, and you you, it's basically a pros and cons list. You know, the pleasure of smoking. Well, you know, I get to take a, a smoking break. Um, you know, it feels good. It gives me I don't know he- head rush. I'm not sure. Um, it, it fills the addiction and then the, you know, the pain. So like the pros and the cons, right? The pleasure versus the pain, the pain is, uh, it, it is a slow death. (laughs) It leads (laughs) to lung cancer. You know, I, all my clothes smell like smoke and all my friends and family breathe in secondhand smoke. That's a really painful, that's a really painful thing that is, that is there each and every moment. But once you bring awareness to it, all of this pain will be the catalyst for change. So each time you go to pick up a cigarette, now you have this list, now you have this pros and cons, this pain versus pleasure. And once you have this list, the next time you pick up a cigarette, look at the list, put, put the list in the cigarette case and read the list and guess what? You're, you're not gonna smoke that cigarette because you've built that pain so much, you've become aware of how much pain that is. Yeah. You know, you're gonna lose your life, you're gonna, you know, someone close to you, if you have kids, if you have infants, they could lose their life because of your choices, you know? So, I mean, and everything has this much pain. You know, when we dive into it, watching one episode of Netflix, when we build enough pain, it it boils down to it will ruin our lives. It will waste our lives. Right, Because the pro is like, oh, well, it's funny. And all the cons are, well, 
I'm wasting my life. We're not getting to create great time together. We're not Mm -hmm. getting to connect with each other. I feel like a zombie. It makes me feel sluggish. It always leads to another episode. This this goes on for days, weeks, months, years. You know, I spend, you know, the average American watches five and a half hours of TV a day, which is like years of your life. And Mm -hmm. so it comes down to watching an episode of Netflix ruins my life. And so you, yeah. you, and that pain is always there. You just have to become aware of it. So like Brad said, like everything is action based. Like if I could do this for you, I would, but I can't. So like literally sit down and make a list, make a list of the pain and the pleasure of doing activities. If you have activities that are very obviously destructive, you know, smoking, drinking, you know, I mean, like they're, they're fairly obviously destructive. Um, binge eating, things like that. Just, I don't know, eating. We yeah. like we used to eat a lot of really bad foods. I was a big fan of Pop-Tarts <laughs> or like apple pie for breakfast. So like things that are like, they're like pretty obviously bad. Sit down and make the list. Like you're already aware that like, yeah, this isn't a good habit or this isn't really a good thing to be doing, but you're doing them anyway. Sit down and make the list. And it literally can change your life. This This one activity, it's so simple. It'll take you literally five minutes can be the catalyst for change that if you're doing something wildly destructive, you know, like smoking or doing drugs or anything like that could save your life. Or if you're doing something less obviously destructive, like Netflix movies, binging TV, you know, wh- whatever you're watching, uh, social media, scrolling social media also could save your life. You're talking about time off your life. So mm-hmm. so it's really important to bring the awareness to it, actually do this activity, yeah. the pain versus pleasure. Again, it comes into our, it, it comes into our lives every single day so getting good at this will will dramatically change the outcome of your life mm-hmm. and what you want to do you want to lay on that pain you, you just want to you want to slather it on i said this the other day like kayleen slathers on jelly to her peanut butter and jelly <laughs> sandwiches real thick so lay it on thick lay it and on it will thick. really really help you and this like totally applies to to ptsd recovery you might be like well what does this apply why does this like why does this matter like how does this how does this really apply and what you really have to think about is like how all your negative behaviors are causing you to feel stuck where you are. And that's really what it is. Is like when I was, you know, when I, when I had PTSD and I was like depressed and I was in my basement, you know, all my behaviors s- kept me in that depressed state, kept me in that hurt, pain, painful state. I wasn't doing anything to get myself out of that. So these negative behaviors are the things that are destroying your life. And these negative behaviors are the things that are causing you to stay where you are, to feel stuck, because that's a const- that's a constant thing that we hear from people. Is like I feel stuck. I feel like I can't make any progress, and like then I want to ask those people. It's like, well, what do you what are you doing to, you know, to improve your life or like to get better? And like usually it's like not really anything. Like I'm just trying. I'm I'm just hoping that it gets better. So you use this tool. You use this tool to identify those negative behaviors and to change those negative behaviors into more constructive ones. And then those constructive behaviors over a long period of time compound and bring you to full recovery. <laughs> it's like if you do the right things over a long enough period of time, you will heal. And like that's that's just the facts. Like Kayleen has Kayleen has done it, I have done it, and Kayleen has helped I don't even know how many people do the same thing. And like there's I don't even know how many people in the world who have done it. Like I wish I wish I there was a statistic on how many people have fully recovered. And that's I think that's something that we should probably look into at some point maybe even doing our own study. <laughs> but um it it's 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 one of the most powerful things you can do for your recovery and you know like I said with the exercise you 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 start taking the like for me it was like 
overeating, ice cream, pizza, chips, everything, watching TV and playing video games, right? And I was just addicted to that instant gratification because it took me away from the pain I was feeling on the inside. But then I realized that the pain that that was holding for me was like it's it's keeping me where I'm at, where I'm where I'm at, which is depressed and just hating myself, feeling like I'm a failure, feeling like my life is over. And that's what those negative behaviors are are doing to you. Like they're keeping you stuck, even if it's just a little thing. It's keeping you stuck, and that's how it get you, gets you. Um, that's how it helps you with with PTSD recovery. But then you also like we still use this today. You use it again to get you to that next level, to where you really want to go in, in life and where you're really happy, you're really fulfilled, you're really just like, you're waking up every day and you're like, you're excited and you're like, you love what you do. So it's something that you bring throughout the rest of your life, but it super, super applies to where you are right now because I guarantee you are doing a lot of destructive behavior and a lot of things that you do, you're just not even aware of. Like one thing is like negative, negative, here, 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 here I go, negative internal thoughts, right? The, those those are negative bad habits and one thing that um that took me a long time to understand was like how i speak you know like me complaining or me participating in gossip you know like how does that affect me so there's so many layers to this like you can peel back so many different things it's just amazing but you want to start with those things that are just really like just dragging you down and then the the the, the flip side to this is to be like okay tv i hate tv because it makes me you know, essentially, at the end of all, I'm not going to go through the list again, but it makes me hate myself when I watch TV. And then I want to take that and I, I want to swap that with something that's positive. So like reading a book, listening to a podcast like this, going for a walk and listening to a podcast. That was something that I did because it's easy. You know, like I didn't really like reading. That was kind of a more difficult thing for me to 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 get into. So I, I either like listen to audiobooks or listen to podcasts like this and went for a walk. So like when I wanted to watch TV, I went for a walk and listened to something positive. And at, at the end of that, I felt good, you know? <laughs> and and you want to build the pleasure on that new activity to be like, oh, when, when I go outside for a walk and listen to this podcast, you know, I feel inspired afterwards. I feel like I can do this. I get, I get a little piece of inspiration or I get an action that helps me move forward even further in life. That makes me feel even better in life. And you want to build the pleasure on that new activity. And that is really how you shape, you go from this place of just like total destruction to a place where you're like just building your life into something absolutely amazing. But that's, that's how you really. That was amazingly well said. That was, that was really well said. Thank you. It was. It was perfect. I appreciate that. It was perfect. 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 I guess that's perfect. I quit. (laughs) I'm done. Nothing. I don't need to say anything else. We're we're done. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. The podcast is over. (laughs) Um, no, that was that was really really well said, and I think that leads well into the end of the episode. It's really <laughs> Great. unless you have anything else. <laughs> I, no, but I thought I that was perfect. <laughs> um, you know, the action today is you know stop the destruction and start the construction. Okay, make Ooh. that list and start doing like just just take the five minutes. Choose one activity. You don't have to overwhelm yourself doing this in every area of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, because you can. You, you can do it in tons, tons of areas. Yeah. Pick one activity, make the pain versus pleasure list, and make a change. Right. Just do one. Just do Just one. Just do one. Do, like, you don't have to overwhelm yourself. I know, like, we went through a lot of examples and different things where you can use this, and that's what where you will get in time. So, like I said, you keep applying this over and over and over and over. This isn't, recovery isn't just an overnight fix, right? We're not going to give you one thing, and then everything's going to be better. It's like, you have to keep it applying this tool 
over and over and over and over and over again. And over time, over the period of a year, you'll be a completely different person if you keep applying this. If you just change one thing at a time, man, if you just like lock in, it, you, you change it and you lock it in, you're like, you're good, you're solid on this one thing, and then you get to the next thing, and you, you swap it and you lock that one in, then you have two. And then you just keep building that in, you keep building that strong foundation so you never fall back, right? So you lock in like one at a time and like you won't even, um, you won't even, you won't even recognize yourself. That's the word. You won't even recognize yourself next year. And I forget who said this, but um, I heard it in the last few months where like someone, someone said like, if I don't look back at myself a year ago and see a completely different person, then I'm doing something wrong something like that. So like every year you want to look back on yourself and be like, wow, I have completely transformed into a totally new person, you know? And that really is the goal. And you know, you can obviously compress the time frames on that too, where it can like happen in <laughs> literally weeks or a year or longer, but the point is that you're looking back and you're growing and you see that growth within yourself. So work on one, like Kaylin said, lock it in and then keep moving and don't ever don't ever 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 stop. Don't ever, ever give up. And this, this, this one tool will like change your life forever. It really will. That's well said. I can't say it better myself. Great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're coming to the close of the episode here today. So thank you all for joining us. We so appreciate your support, your love, your questions. When you reach out, you can reach out with questions. You can reach out via email. You can email me K-K-A-Y at overcomingptsd.info. For those of you who don't, who don't know yet or who aren't aware yet and are in relationships, in PTSD relationships, Brad and I recently have put together a case study video um, kind of showing you a little bit about how we were able to successfully heal our relationship and the steps that we had to take to, to become who we are today within our relationship because there were points where you know, we weren't together. We, I mean, we, we really thought it was lost and mm -hmm. it was, it was so painful. And, you know, recently we read a statistic that, you know, over 70% of PTSD relationships end up in breakup or divorce. And that, I mean, it just, it kind of threw us for a loop and we, we couldn't believe that it was that high, but also we kind of could because yeah. of the pain that PTSD causes. And so we wanted to put this case study video together for you. It's a free case study video. You can go to overcomingptsd.info slash love. Yeah. I talk about a few things in there, you know, three indicators that your relationship really needs help like as soon as possible. You know, why, why that 70%, why that number is so high and kind of how to stop your relationship from being in that 70%. And then, of course, how you can kind of take steps forward and move in the right direction to heal your own relationship. So mm -hmm. you can check that out. We'll put the link below. Um, as always, we love you. We're here for you. We believe in you. Like, comment, subscribe. If you, if you like us or you hate <laughs> us, make sure that you rate us. There it is. Um, and then, of <laughs> course, I'm running the PTSD recovery webinar as well. So you can go to overcomingptsd.info slash go to see how you can heal your PTSD for good, really for good. I'm not pulling your chain on that one. And how hundreds of people, thousands, probably millions of people all over the world have done the same thing. I share a lot of stories, um, basically the three pillars to recovery. So you can go to overcomingptsd.info slash go and check that out. Awesome. And that's all I have. Great job at showing up today and great job ahead of time for completing that activity.
All right. We love you. We believe you. <laughs> we believe in you. We are here for you, and we will see you all very, very soon. See you later. Bye-bye.